In this episode, I talk to my friend Joel Blue Isaac about his career in coaching and athletic training. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John Salangsang. I'm the host with the Work Talk podcast, where I talk to people in the Bay Area about their work, what they know, who they are. Happy to have a good friend of mine, Blue Joel, Coach Blue. Uh, what's up, man? Yo. Hey, uh, so tell us about what you do. Um, so I, I, um, I run boot camps. Um, I do personal training, small group training, um, and work with a lot of athletes on like speed and agility, strength and conditioning. I'm a strength and conditioning coach out of high school, and I also coach high school football. Yeah, I want to show. A, I got a few pictures from your Instagram. I want to show the audience. This is like an example of one of the uh, high school teams you work with, right? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the the last school I was at before I moved over here. So you do a lot of coaching, and I noticed this too when I see your Instagram and listeners. His Instagram is Coach Blue Twenty. I see you do a lot of late night workouts like this, getting at, actually, getting after it before morning. the sun that's gets like out. Five thirty a.m. So these are these are more professional. So like the reason we start early is because you know they get in their workout before they head to their you know their regular jobs. You always get me juiced to want to start working out. Yeah. Do you have a success story that you always remembered? Um, in terms of like a client? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's probably a couple, but there was one. Um, it was an old coworker of mine, and she's she's a few years older than us. Um, and she you know she would go work out and she would kind of just be there to kind of maintain you know and, and you know again I get it. You know, not everyone's like, you know, an athlete anymore. So they're they're just kind of getting there to 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 stay fit. Um, and there was this one workout that we were going through that was a pretty pretty tough workout. Um, I think it was called Fight Gone Bad, and it's basically five minutes, so five different stations, um, a minute straight, and you go through it three times. So you have basically fifteen minutes of working with no break, and and. And so I was there to kind of support her individually. Um, and uh, and she even told me before she started, she was like, hey, so I might get through one round, maybe through two, but I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to finish all three. And I was like, well, let's just take it one station at a time. We'll see what happens. And so the whole the whole uh, the whole time, you know, again, I'm just encouraging, pushing um, and just just helping her get through each station and, and not letting her even think about what's coming next or what just happened just focus on the task at hand and um at the very end she went through all 15 minutes all three rounds without stopping and at the very end she was like i can't believe i did that and she was like i i wouldn't have been able to do that if you weren't here nice nice yeah so that i was like i mean that you know credit to her i mean i'm just there encouraging i didn't have to pick anything up (laughs) but but i mean like to 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 have her feel that you know that sense of accomplishment within herself um i mean that's that's why i love what i do someone asked me this because they knew i was going to talk to you they're like hey could you ask them what's some some advice for someone who wants to get in shape wants to get in shape is start um there's it, it that that's always the hardest part right I, I tell my guys like i said uh the boot camps i start is 5 30 a.m and you know most people aren't getting up <laughs> period and, and to get up to, to work out. Not a lot of people do that. Like you have to have a certain kind of mindset. 
Um, and but I tell the, I tell those people in the morning. I said the hardest the hardest uh, lift of the day is lifting your butt out of bed. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. All right, so I like that. So it's not even about like should I do CrossFit? Should I do this technique? Like just do something. Get something. Just get move. just if you're trying to if you're starting from where you're at, just move. Do what you can today, and and tomorrow, do a little bit more. That's it. Just small again. Trust the process. Trust the progress. What about like what about nutrition meal plans? Do you do that with your clients too? Uh, personally, I don't. Um, that um, you have to be a registered dietitian to really give people meal plans. So yeah, I can recommend people. Um, I, I do have my clients keep a uh, meal log, like they write it down. With when it comes to nutrition, again, same thing is like people get intimidated. You're not like, and to to make a drastic lifestyle, I've seen people that you know just go you know, zero to hundred real quick in terms of their, their diet and they drastically change it and they get results. But, but the, the thing is maintaining that, you know, you can get results immediately just by changing anything, but to be able to, to keep it up, that's, that's the hard part. Make better choices. That's what I tell, you know, my clients that, you know, kind of get down on themselves about, Oh, I had this today. And it's like, Hey, you had that own that make a better choice the next time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just keep cons- consistently making a better choice, it all adds up. Well, what's a typical day like for you at your job? So with boot camps, um, we do a lot of body weight um, and kind of free weight stuff. So they'll bring their own weights. Um, um, sometimes we'll throw a circuit at them where we got like the battle ropes, the slam balls, um, stuff like that. Sledgehammers. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we had that with the tires. There's even some tire flips in there, or tire pulls. Um, so there's some good stuff, um, but but usually it's a mix. Um, again, just getting moving um, and really big thing for me, even with football, is is I coach movement. Like I don't care how how much my kids lift. I I mean at some point I do yes, but I'm not gonna. I I am less focused on how much weight is on the bar than them performing the movement correctly, because um, form has to be. Mm-hmm. form has to be number one because one it has to be safe for them and you can't load dysfunction because now you're just you're asking for injury so um the biggest thing for me is i is i coach movement and and i make sure that that exercises are done correctly and safely so then now we can we can progress to to more challenging either challenging exercises or increasing the load and then thus, you know, obviously producing more results. And then when you're working with your clients. So with my clients, you know, we'll go through, you know, a, a warm up to start just to get their blood flowing, get their muscles warmed up again, five thirty in the morning. And then, uh, and then <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I have to stretch for like a good 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm not exactly. young anymore where I could just get up and work out. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Like my you neck is stiff. Little aches and pains. And you're like, whoa, whoa, where was this? Where did yep. this come from? Yeah, so we, we do that. We we mobilize first, and then and then we kind of get into things, um, and we always mix in some type of cardio, whether that's jump rope, or um, or skaters, or or, or a little run. Um, so we kind of mix it in. So there's a lot of cross training going on um, with again either body weight or free weights, mm-hmm. and then and then some cardio element. I always told you I gotta work out with you one day. Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like I'll be a bit embarrassed. A lot of what I do is body weight, like pull ups, push ups. Yep. changed that like a big part of me. Changed my body too. I noticed. Yeah, I remember your pull ups. You, you used to post them like every day. <laughs> I remember those. I remember those. I like, was, I was one fifty six and like soft and pudgy, 
and I could yeah. I couldn't even do I could do like barely four pull ups, and then after that I was done. I was like, dude, I gotta work on this shit. Yeah, and I just started doing pull ups all the time, and then I yeah, got I to the point where I could do like ten, thirteen. I went from like one fifty four to like one forty five. Yeah, because uh, your your body composition yeah changed. Yeah, and yeah. I slowly started but, getting those Bruce Lee wings. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's why I started slowly noticing it. But no, yeah. definitely. Definitely. I actually, like, I bought one from my place here, and then I found out, I bought a pull-up bar, and I found out that the way my place is set up, I don't have any kind of doorway that I could <laughs> hang it. So I brought it I brought it home. I was, like, so juiced. I was like, I think this is around the time you were posting real. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that, too, and just do a bunch of pull-ups at home instead of having, you know, go to the gym or something. And I, I came back home and I looked around. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, put it anywhere. <laughs> like, oh, it yeah, I was, I was pretty sad about that. Could you just tell us about how you got into this, like your, your backstory? Um, yeah, so, I've, so I, 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 played, I played football in high school. Um, and I've always kind of been um, around in terms of strength and conditioning when it comes to athletics. Um, and so, you know, I, I went to college um, and then got into the working world and I worked in finance for a long time, probably close to a decade. And I, I just remember one day, this is funny, I don't tell a lot of people this story. Um, I was in SoCal. I went to school down in, down in, down in Irvine. And uh, I remember I, I'd, I'd kind of been like itching for a change, like, like things were too complacent and I'm, I'm not really a guy that likes complacency. Um, so I, I knew I, I needed to do something different. And, and the thing that kept coming back to me was, um, you know, I know I wanted to get back into coaching and, and helping, you know, in terms again, football did so much for me, um, you know, and, and, and kind of help, not kind of, it really helped like my life and, and, and my mindset. And so I wanted to get back into that and give back. So, um, I remember I was in, I was in Irvine and I decided one day I'm leaving, I'm moving up North. And so I gave my boss two weeks notice. I gave my roommates two weeks notice. And I said, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm moving. And they were like, what, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to coach football. And they're like, what, what do you mean? And again, it was just me taking that leap and just being like, look, I'm not doing enough here. Like I'm, I'm good. Like life is good. Life was really, really, really good, but there was still something missing. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't serving a purpose really. I wasn't helping, you know, and, 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 and I'm always being this guy who've always kind of been there to help others. Like I wasn't doing that, you know, I was helping myself, which was great, but I wasn't really making an impact. And so I left SoCal um, with two weeks notice, picked up and left, didn't have a place to live, didn't have a job lined up. And I moved up here. I moved back up north and I started coaching football. Damn. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a story I don't really tell people a lot. Um, how, how long were you thinking about it before you put in your two weeks notice? Um, like contemplating it? Yeah. Probably, probably a couple months. Um, but I... I in my mind, I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to do this. Like at no point did I, was I like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do yeah, this. And we all have times in our jobs where we're doubting it or wishing, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I wish I did something different, but 
may not actually just do it. It's just one right. of those bad days. And and such such like a drastic change, you know. Um, but you know, I, I I remember I was just like, I I got to do it. And people, you know, people were like, dude, that one, you're crazy, or two, that's crazy. Um, and I was like, you know, I'd lie, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't scared, you know, because it's right. it's like stepping into the unknown, right? It's taking yeah. that leap of faith. It's like, and you you didn't even have a job lined up too. No job, no place to live. All I knew was I was going home and I'm going to coach football. So I did that. Respect, and man. Then, Respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was kind of my, my I guess, me diving into the world of coaching. Um, and then I've just kind of held on to that ever since. Um, after the season, I did go back into the corporate world because I, you know, needed to make some money. Um, and, I, and I was working there at the same time, still coaching, and then got into the boot camps. Um, um yeah, I was working for Cytosport, which makes muscle milk, and uh, and that we had a, a boot camp class there for employees. And uh, and the the owner of, of the boot camp, she knew I was a coach, and you know she saw my work ethic when I worked out, and she asked me to come kind of come on board and help her out with her boot camps. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. And so my days that again, I was I, I didn't even consider that as a profession, even though I knew I loved you know, being around, you know, working out, um, exercising and helping people. I had never, ever considered like going into that world. Um, it didn't, I didn't even think of it as a, as a realistic possibility. And so, you know, I credit her a lot with kind of opening my eyes to that world. Um, and I thank her all the time for it. Um, so I, I did that. So my day started at five where I'd run the boot camp. Then I'd go to my office job be there for eight, nine hours. Then I go straight to football and I'd be there till nine, 10. And then I'd come home and I'd do it all over again the next day. I want to kind of transition into sort of the business part of things because yeah. when you started doing your own trainings. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I started Isaac Fitness 2015, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I got out of the corporate world 2015. I want to say it was like end of July. So oh, coming up on almost three year anniversary of that. Um, so I'd already been been working as a contractor, um, independent contractor, helping with the boot camps um, and, and coaching football. And then um, then I decided, you know, as you know, to, to kind of go all in and, and be like, OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this up and actually create my own business. And so I did that. I created Isaac Fitness in 2015. And and I got it off the ground, and I was I was doing pretty well. I had a couple couple actually different spaces up here that I was working out of um, a number of clients, and it was it's it it was good, um, but it was also tiring. I remember 2016. I worked for 365 days. No vacations. No no time off. I didn't know what to, I didn't even know there were holidays coming up. I don't think I even think I did anything for my birthday. Oh no, that's not true. On my birthday, I invited people out here to work out, and I, I remember that. I remember, remember that. that. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. So I ran a workout on my birthday, and then there was nothing after that. There was, it was no like party. At the park. Yeah. There were yeah. There was no party. There was no food. There was nothing. We worked out. Everyone left. That's what I did on my birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, there was a decent turnout. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. It was a good time. But again, that's 2016. That's all I did. It was like grinding. How'd you get, how'd you get your clients? Was it all word of mouth? Um, it was word of mouth or, or yeah, or yeah, referrals mostly. 
um, you know, I worked with a couple friends that, you know, that we have or, or people that, you know, knew, Hell, Oh, you're, you're in this space now. Okay. I need, I need to work out. I need a trainer. So, um, you know, it, that's usually where business starts is people, you know, so what's, so where is it at now and what's next for you? So, um, with that, I've actually been kind of taking a after 2016, to be honest, I was burnt. Um, and I didn't realize it until the very end of the year, maybe around Christmas or the end of right after Christmas. And, uh, and I knew like I wanted to get back. I'm a big work, work life balance guy. Um, but I'm also a workaholic. So it's kind of like, that's a weird, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you, like I, you know, I love my friends. I love my family. Um, I love spending time with the people I care about in my life. And, and I didn't make time for that at all in 2016. Um, and so I wanted to get back to kind of some, some kind of balance with that. So I, I backed off of, you know, chasing one-on-one clients. Um, I still do group training. I still work with a lot of my athletes, um, outside of football or even other athletes. Um, and that's kind of where it transitioned to is uh, is working more with with uh, young young teens and even middle schoolers, um, working more with athletes as opposed to general population, helping them because again their 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 goals are probably more focused than you know general population that just want to work out um, to kind of maintain. They kind of had more goals, and so it was it was easier to, to kind of get them to relate and buy into my mindset of, Hey, you know, we're not just here to just go through the motions. Like we're here for a purpose. We're here for a reason. That's kind of where, where the business has transitioned to. So um, it's, it's finding that time now where I can do that while still coaching football because those hours kind of overlap a lot. So it's finding that, but, but yeah, working with athletes is more where the business has transitioned to. Got it, got it. Yeah, it's a tricky thing from trying to keep doing all the things you're trying to do. Yeah. And I can relate to with all that, with yeah. all the stuff I do, the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, again, you you do a lot, man. And and and, and I noticed all the stuff you do. And, and when you're in a project, again, I've known you for a while. So when you're in a project, like, you're in. Yeah. You're in. Yeah, whether it's this or playing Super Smash Brothers. Yep. Yeah, I always, I get Whatever hooked on you do, something. You it. Like, that's just, that's. <laughs> How you like because you immerse yourself in it. You're obsessed with it, and you just become good. I remember you're the one that taught me how to do the Rubik's cube. You know? <laughs> Shit, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, you forgot about that. And now every time I do it, people are like, "Oh man, that's crazy." I was like, "No, no, no. You think that's crazy? Someone taught me how to do this. Get <laughs> out. Like that's crazy." Hey man, I yeah. appreciate the kind words. Uh, yeah, I respect all the stuff you're doing and, and hearing your story. Uh, and seeing where you're at now and I'm just excited to see what happens like a year from now or two years from now definitely definitely again again I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focusing on on what the next step is and and kind of getting it ready so I'm I too am excited for I guess the rebranding the relaunch of the rebranded uh business and and seeing what uh where that takes me yeah man sounds good All right, I'm wrapping up the podcast, but I appreciate you spending your time, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, John. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a comment, send me a message, and share it with someone you think will find value from this. Thanks for listening.